Thank you, Jesus. God bless you, everyone. My name is Pastor Jose Martinez. I am the pastor here at the Resurrection Center. We are located on 1060 Worcester Street in the beautiful city of Springfield, Massachusetts, in the section of Indian Orchard. Tonight, it's a special night. Tonight, it's a, day, a night of prayer and intercession. We are interceding here at the church in behalf of the church, in behalf of the nation of America, the United States of America, in behalf of Israel. And tonight we want God to move in a supernatural way. We are 62 days away from elections here at the in the United States of America. 62 days away. There are three things that are taking place. We are seeing racism in the United States of America like never before. We are seeing violence in our streets. And we're dealing with COVID-19. And God is calling his people to seek his face, to turn from their wicked ways and pray. And tonight we are doing that. We are stopping our regular routine and we're seeking God in spirit and truth because he's the only way and the only one that can make a way for us. So we're going to begin to pray tonight, and I'm going to ask my beautiful wife, Pastor Millie, the prophet of this house, to open us up tonight. And for those that are watching us, if you need prayer for your family, your friends, your neighborhood, your community, text it to us. Leave it in our comments on our Facebook Live. And we will pray for you as well. Amen. So let us take this opportunity and let's begin this prayer and intercession tonight. Hallelujah. We worship you, Holy Spirit. First of all, we just want to just usher your presence, Father God, like never before in this room this evening, Jesus. We want to start by giving you all the honor. We want to start by giving you all the worship, Jesus. Because we acknowledge that we need you. We acknowledge, Father God, that only you carry all that we need, Jesus. Tonight we let go of all pride. We let go, Father God, of our own wills so that your will may be done, Jesus. We are in a time. We are in a need for you, Father God. We are desperate for you, Holy Spirit of God. Before we even go, Father God, to bringing down strongholds, we want to lift up your glory, Jesus, because you have what we need, Almighty God. You have what we need, Jesus. And we just want you to know that this evening, evening we are desperate for you Jesus I don't know how many can just say father we are desperate for you we are hungry for you we acknowledge that you have what we need father God without you we don't want to continue without you father God we don't want to live you are the reason why we are breathing you are the reason why we are walking you are the reason why we are speaking Holy Spirit of God 
Forgive us for being so selfish, Jesus. Forgive us for being so prideful to think that we could ever do this on our own, Father God. Forgive us for thinking, Father God, that they wake up on their own. Father, when you give us the breath of life like your word says, Jesus. So we just want to thank you for your goodness. We want to thank you for your, new, for your new mercies, for your new grace, Father God. Padre, mira todo lo que esta nación is facing and going through. Father God, look at what this nation is facing and is going through. Tonight, Father God, we just want to push aside all that we want, our own desires, Jesus, to pray for our nation, to pray for our brothers and sisters, Father God. And when I want to start by saying, Holy Spirit, to remove every spirit of Baal in the name of Jesus, remove every demonic spirit that will lie, Father God, remove every demonic spirit that is prophesying, Jesus. Remove every demonic religion spirit, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that are standing in your altars and proclaiming your name, Father, when they are just looking for self-desires, Holy Spirit of God, for that man and for that woman that is robbing your people, Father. I ask you, Father God, to remove them and to clean and cleanse the altars once again in the name of Jesus. Father, I ask you to rise up mighty men and women that will not be intimidated they will not be afraid to proclaim your living word like jeremiah father god that did not care that he was arrested but he continued to preach your word men like daniel father god that was thrown in the land in the den in the lion's den but still father god but still father god was not intimidated and still father god prayed your word and still believed in your word father god Espíritu Santo, activamos tus ángeles guerreros. Activamos tus ángeles guerreros, Señor. Para pelear, Señor, y limpiar las atmósferas. Father God, to clean and to cleanse the atmosphere in the name of Jesus. Removing all lawlessness. Removing all impurities in the name of Jesus. Father, we are crying out to you tonight because you have the power to dethrone Satan, Father God, and arrest all of his demonic minions and take them back to the pits of hell where they belong, Father God. There are people that are crying out to you that are on their last straw, Father God, and saying, if you are real, I need need for you to intervene and tonight we're asking you to meet them right where they're at Jesus father right now I lift up every person that is going through any kind of church hurt father God that felt like they were lied to that felt that they were diseased this um deceived and those that have spiritual diseases, Father God, that was transferred to them. Father, we ask that you deliver them. We ask that you cleanse them. We ask, Father God, that you purify them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah, we're calling out to you, Jesus. We're calling out to you, Jesus. 
Only you know what this nation is facing, Father God. Only you know what the people are going through, Father God. And I cannot stop from seeing the altar. And God is saying, I'm going to purify my altars. And I'm going to remove the statues. I'm going to remove the idolatry worship that is taking place in my house. God is saying, when did man take the cross of Calvary? So why is it that people are turning more to their pastors than turning more to my presence and to my worship? And I will open up the heavens and I will pour out my glory and fire purification. Since when did my house become a house of idols, says God Almighty? Since when did my house become a place of idol worship? Miracles I want to do. Miracles I want to do. And yet you do not see it, no proclaim it, nor ask for it. Espíritu Santo, perdónanos. Purifica los altares, Señor. Purifica los altares, Señor. Esto no se trata de título no, ni de nombre. Father God, purify the altars. This is not about titles or names. This is not about gifts or talents. This is about desire for your glory, Jesus. Oh, Father, we need you, Jesus. Father God, tonight I lay down my crown. I lay down my title. I lay down all that I am because I am nothing without you, Jesus. Nor do I ever want to make another step without you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And I'm just begging you, Lord. I don't care how many people may criticize and say, how dare you tell God you begged him. Yes, I beg you, Jesus, to please clean this atmosphere, to please clean your church. Like your word says, Father God, judgment starts in your house. So I'm asking as your daughter, Father God, to bring judgment to the house. Judgment that will bring restitution. Judgment that will bring healing, cleaning, cleansing, restoration, deliverance, Father God, that will bring repentance and salvation. That's what I'm asking for tonight, God. And perhaps I don't have all the beautiful words, but God, you know our hearts. You know our hearts, God, that we are doing this because we know that you have the power to bring down every demonic stronghold, to bring down every demonic and rip every demonic veil that has people blind even in your church, God. 
that they come in, Father God, expecting one thing and ignoring what you are actually saying and doing. So, Father God, I just pray that you, Father God, resurrect, that you save the people that are in the house that proclaim to be Christians, that proclaim to be sons and daughters but are so rebellious. Father God, that proclaim to worship you. Father God, when they're running to other sources, when they're running to other things other than you, Father God, that are running to to vain worship Jesus so I just ask you to have your way Jesus have your way Jesus tonight Lord yes 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 come on church come on 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 oh Lord we give you glory we give you honor we give you glory we give you honor Father, in behalf of churches, Lord, I come as an ambassador, God. And I thank you for giving us the opportunity to be in this altar, Lord. Today, Lord, we present to you, O God, the United States of America and the nation of Israel, Lord. Father, as we all know as Christians, that the nation of Israel is the prophetic time clock of the world, Lord. And we ask you that you will cover, Father, dear God, Israel in the midst of it all, Lord, in the midst of their enemies, O oh God. Anyone that rages war against Israel, there you are, God, fighting for them, God, and sending your angels to camp around that precious land, Lord. Here in America, Father, we are dealing with racism. We are dealing with violence. And we are dealing, Father, dear God, with a virus. And the nation is divided and torn. And right now we ask you forgiveness, God, for the sins of our fathers. For the sins, Father, dear God, of every man and every woman that you gave them power and authority. And some way, somehow, Lord, they lost sight of what you called them to do. And they bowed down to Baal, Lord. They bowed down to Baal. And they compromised your truth, oh God. I pray that you will restore this nation. That you will heal this nation, God. And that your church, your true church, Lord, will rise, will rise like a bold lion that no longer we will be pushed to the side, that we will have a voice, that we will bring influence. Father, give us favor with those that are in power so that we can influence them with your word, God. Let our youth speak the truth, Lord. Rise up the next apostles, the next prophets, the next pastors, evangelists, and teachers, the next worshipers. That our children will have visions and dreams inspired by the Holy Spirit and not by their lustful desires, Lord. 
Father, I pray that you will pierce every heart that's in this building tonight, that you will convict us, Lord. I pray all of those who are watching us, Father, dear God, that, that their hearts will be pierced, God. Convicted, Lord. That they will feel the presence of the Holy Spirit like never before. I pray for the marriages, oh God. Our nation is divided. Households, families are at stake, Lord. We bind the spirit of separation that every family will experience true unity, harmony, and peace, Lord. That you will restore every marriage. Every marriage, Father, that you have united. Not just any marriage, but the marriages that have been united by you. That from the eternity, you picked those two individuals to come into existence. And tie themselves to that prophetic word. And raise a family. Under your word, Lord. The marriages in the churches are in jeopardy today, says the Spirit. We need to pray. We need to pray. Pray strong foundations. Strong foundations. Strong biblical foundations. That people will not prematurely give up on their marriage. Bring conviction to the men the head of the household, the high priest, God. That they can regain their priesthood, Lord. That they can rise up like the men that you have called them to be and lead their family. Raise up the wives that are abused, God, mentally, spiritually, physically. A lot of women in the church today, and I'm talking about the global church, the body, are abused mentally and physically. Father, I pray that you will restore those women. Restore them, Lord. Heal them and bring judgment, Lord. Father, I pray that every pastor that has been called by you will be able to discern what marriage in their congregation is in jeopardy and that you will guide their lips, Lord, to that marriage, God, and give them wise counsel with authority. Father, I pray that the ministers will wake up and stop spending time on how to brand the church versus building the church. We are not a franchise, says God. We are not a marketplace. We are a house of prayer. And my house is a house of prayer. And my house will remain a house of prayer. No more ignoring the reality. No more playing the blind side. No more playing church. 
No more, no more, Lord. I thank you, Jesus, for what's taking place. God is good. Father, we thank you for the conviction. We thank you for the conviction, conviction, the conviction. Father, we look upon leaders to find the solution. But you are the solution. You are the solution. Not our government. You are. We pray for our government. That there be men and women that seek you, God, who fear you in those positions. But, Father, we are asking you right now, dear Lord, to heal our land. Enough. Our children are dying. 32 children were found in the state of Georgia under a reign of human trafficking. Human trafficking. Right underneath our noses. While we're complaining and being selfish, children are being trafficked all over the country to be introduced for sexual desires and pleasures of men, of wicked men and wicked women. Alcohol sales are at high in the United States of America. Drug sales. People are killing themselves. And we're fighting for positions. When the reality is that we should be fighting for souls. How do we fight for souls when we pray, when we intercede, when we seek God's face? Only he can do it. But we're praying and fasting, looking for directions on what move to make while other people are relying and depending on our prayers. The more I forget about me, the more God takes care of me. The more I forget about me, the more God takes care of me. Get yourself out the way, please, church. Please. It doesn't become a reality until it hits home. Thank God that your child is still at home. Thank God that your child is serving God. Thank God that your child is not a statistic. Thank God that your child has not yet been introduced to drug pornography. Thank God that your marriage is still standing. You might have a few issues, but it's still standing. Are, are you hearing me, church? There are massive layoffs around the country and around the world, but you still have your job. Don't complain. 
Don't complain, says the Lord. I am your provider. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you. 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 We worship you, O Lord. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Santo tu eres, 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 te glorificamos, te glorificamos, te glorificamos. Santo tú eres, Señor, te alabamos, 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 Señor, te alabamos, te alabamos, te alabamos. Thank you, Jesus. 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 We worship you. We worship you, oh God. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you, oh Lord. We worship you, Lord. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. In the midst of it all. Second of Chronicles chapter 7 verse 14 through 15 says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves. We take that statement very lightly. In order for you to really, truly humble yourself, you must repent of your pride. What is pride? Pride can be many things, but this is the way that I can describe it. When you get up in the morning, and you rush your prayer because you're running late. You see, you're prideful and you, you don't think of that, but that's a sense of pride because you're saying, God, I, I, I'm running late, but I'm just going to pray real quickly. But in reality, I, I didn't really make up make time for you when I could have made time, but we spend more time in things that we shouldn't be spending time in. So don't always just point the person that's prideful as someone that never humbles himself because you can have a sense of pride in you and have no idea. Amen. And pray and seek my face. Seeking God's face is more than just reading your Bible. It's desiring him. That when you read the Bible, you say to God, I'm not leaving this place right now until you reveal to me that scripture, Lord. I really want you that bad. You mean everything to me. There, We have to learn how to prioritize. Priority is very important in the kingdom of God. Listen, we have time for everything. We have time for everything. I'm not going to make this complicated. I'm not going to make this difficult. We do have time for everything. But let us admit, we waste a lot of time. And when it comes down to God, we want to rush it. 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 Let me tell you something. What guarantees you that you're going to be here tomorrow? Fear the Lord. And not the fear that makes you scared, but the fear that gives you that reverence. 
that, 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 that when you think about certain things, it, it, it just creeps you out because you say to yourself, man, I shouldn't be doing that. I'm not going to engage in that because I don't want to dishonor my God. What God? The one who gave you life. The one who has your marriage together. The one that didn't give up on you when you were going to go crazy. When the doctor couldn't find out what was wrong with you, God made a way. That God. The God that told your mother not to abort you. That God. The God that convicted your mother. The, the God that convicted your father. The God that convicted the people that were plotting to hurt you. The God who convicted the robber that skipped your house. He didn't skip your house just to skip your house. He skipped your house because the Lord convicted him. When your boss was going to fire you, God convicted your boss and told him, no. That God, the God that covered you from COVID-19. That God we're seeking. And seek my face and turn from your wicked ways. What wicked ways, the way we live life. There are many people depending on your prayers. Every time that I drive around neighborhoods in the city of Springfield and I see young girls and young men running and playing and doing things, I say, the next apostles, the next prophets, the next missionaries, the next evangelists, the next teachers. The next ministers. I call into existence the word of God. Not what they want, but what God wants. They have been handpicked by God. Woo. And this is the promise that God gives us. According to to 2nd of Corinthians chapter 7 verse 14 and then I will hear you from heaven and I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land that is a promise 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 that is a promise. God will heal our land. Wow. Verse 15. Now my eyes will be open and my ears will be attentive to the prayer made in this place. We have to understand this church. Every time I pray, I'm in expectation for whatever the answer is. Whatever it might be, I'm in expectation. Now, let me tell you something. It wasn't always like that. When we first began the ministry, the first four years, I can honestly admit, I, I was worried about who was coming who was saying who was staying and who was leaving 
and, and, I, and I lean more on keeping people that were not part of my destiny. And I will get frustrated. And, and I will try to talk them out of their decision. 2020. I can honestly admit that the last four years, God began working with me. The first four years, I was trying to figure it out. The last four, God began to work with me. And this year, God made it clear to me. He said, what's for you is for you. What I have blessed, let no man curse. And what I have cursed, let it ride in a hearse. And in this congregation that we're currently overseeing as pastors... And I say overseen because this church doesn't belong to us. This church belongs to God. And the day that I forget that, God will and bring the next individual. So don't fall in love with me because I'm human like you. And I'm held double accountable. Why double accountable? Because I have to give an account for what I'm doing with y'all. Meaning that I have to be careful what I teach. What I preach, that nothing is just made up just to tickle ears. No, 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 no. I don't want to get caught up in that. That's why I don't marry people just to marry people. It has to be God. If I don't feel no peace in there, trust me, I'm going to tell you I can't marry you. I don't go to just anyone's house to bless them. Why? Because my blessing is not their blessing. My anointing is not their anointing. And there are people out there ready to snatch your anointing from you if you're not careful. Elijah told Elijah, you want this? Follow me. Follow me. Many of you might look at us and say, why are you so blessed? Because we pray. We fast. You know what's up. Leaders can vouch to that. We're not perfect. But we're here. Come rain, storm, shower, whatever might be going on, we're here. And if you ask me, Pastor, be real. How does it feel? It sucks. And it hurts. To know that God has called you. And you have to go through a process that you want to skip out on. When you go home and you're crying for the people that could care less. About your feelings. But I know that there's people in this church that care about us. That's why we're here. We love you. We thank you. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you because we know that if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be standing here. You made that possible as well because you prayed for us. You cooked food for us. You came over our house. You were there in our times that we were down. So that's why I'm thanking God for each and every one of you. And those that are not here as well, I thank you if you're watching me. Because I know that some way, somehow, God used you to bless us in more ways than one.
but I'm going to be honest with you. It hurts. When God calls you, it hurts. You live long enough, you'll bleed. You live long enough, you'll bleed. Every tear has a story. Every scar reveals a story. You live long enough, you'll bleed. But the Bible reassures me that God heals all wounds. All wounds. We're here tonight because we care about Israel. We're here tonight because we care about America. Right, Ambassador? Come up here, Ambassador. We care about what's going on. Lead us in prayer. Dear Lord, I, I come to you, and I share with the con congregation, I'm sharing with my wife um, shortly before she came to the church of the connection that we have with Israel. Um, we work with um, the Hebrew University in Jerusalem. Uh, they're connected with Harvard University, who we're affiliated with. And so my wife and I have been in prayer a lot with uh, the folks at the university and also in Israel as well. So at this moment, I have a stronger heart with my prayer for Israel. And I lift up Israel, Lord. Lord, I, I hold up my hand, Lord. Because I'm reaching to you, Lord. I'm reaching for the blessings that you have. And the blessings, Lord, are those of protection, Lord. Lord, I ask for the protection of Israel, Lord. And Lord, because this protection is for all of your people. Because Israel is where it all begins. Lord, we know that the land of Canaan, which later became parts of Israel, is in your Bible. And, Lord, that it was the land that was promised to Abraham, Lord. And because it was a land that was promised to Abraham, you have promised all lands to your people, Lord. And, Lord, we ask that our eyes be awakened, Lord. Our eyes just open up so that we may be able to be aware of what you've given us, Lord. Lord, you've cherished us. You've given us treasures, Lord. And, Lord, we repent of our sins where we have forgotten the treasures that you have given us, Lord. Lord, we are in pain, Lord, because we have hurt ourselves, Lord. But, Lord, we ask for our repentance to begin today, Lord, so that we can be in a healing process and begin to accept the lands that you've given us, Lord. Lord, on this night, we are praying for... Israel, Lord, and the unity that we have, not only with the United States, but with all nations, Lord, because we know that we are all your children, Lord, but there are those children that are lost, Lord. There are those children that are in pain, Lord. There are those children that are bleeding in their heart, Lord. Lord, we ask for that healing. And Lord, let us be the stewards of your kingdom so that we can operate in the way, so that we can provide the healing for your kingdom, Lord, for your entire kingdom, Lord. Lord, we're lifting ourselves up to you, Lord. Let us be the powerful stewards that you have called us to be. Lord, you have taught us 
what your kingdom is. You've taught us in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. It's the apostles, the pastors, the prophets, the teachers, the evangelists, Lord. Lord, structure us. Lord, let us not be in division. Let us be in unity, Lord. Let us not be in confusion, Lord. Let us be in organization, Lord. Lord, we've been learning recently in First and Second Timothy of the false teachers that we were warned of thousands of years ago, Lord. Lord, Lord, we ask that these false teachers be revealed, Lord. Lord, we ask that you open our eyes so that we can discern them, Lord. Which ones are deceiving us, Lord? We reach up. Open our eyes. Which ones are deceiving us, Lord? Lord, which ones are manipulating us, Lord? Lord, which ones are selfish, Lord? Let us see what those are, Lord. Lord, the actions of jealousy, intimidation is vicious, Lord. We pray that, that we are able to observe what is right and what is wrong, Lord. We pray, Lord, that we are able to see what you want us to see. Lord, let us have your eyes, Lord. Lord, let us be observant in the way that you want us to observe, Lord. Lord, let our community be your community, a community of unity, Lord, a community of togetherness, Lord, a community of brotherly love, Lord. Lord, let us keep in need of you, Lord. Lord, we pray tonight for Israel. We pray that that sovereign nation becomes even greater and more recognized. Let the eastern part, western part, eastern part of the Mediterranean, the whole area, the whole functional area of the Middle East, even Saudi Arabia, Lord. I know in Saudi Arabia it's a different walk, Lord. But, but Lord, we pray that the United States connection with Israel is our link, Lord, to the Middle East so that we can begin to share that brotherly love, Lord, radiating from your land of Israel throughout the rest of the Middle East, Lord. Let your light shine, Lord. Let the darkness be gone, Lord. Lord, let our hearts be connected, Lord. Lord, show us what we need to do, Lord. Lord, tonight we intercede among the nations and for the nations, Lord. Lord, we ask for so much more. Lord, as we, as we stand here, let us not be weak. Let us be your soldiers, Lord. Lord, I stand in front of you with my brothers and sisters, and we are convicted, Lord. Lord, we repent of our sins, Lord, and we are ready, Lord. We are ready to fight, as you say, Lord, to fight the good fight, Lord. To fight the fight that we are designed to do, Lord. Lord, we pray that we are ready in the way that you want us to be ready, Lord. Lord, at this hour, I pray for our pastors and our apostles throughout the nations. Lord, the stewards of your congregation are under great strain, Lord, during these times of uncertainty, Lord. Lord, I pray. I pray that you give them the wisdom and the strategy and the peace, calm, and joy 
so that, Lord, that they can be lifted up and that they know that they're being caressed by you, Lord. Lord, this is a time that in our hearts we feel that there's danger, Lord. But, Lord, we know that in Psalms 91 that you have protected us, that we have no arrows to worry about, that we are free from the serpents that are below our feet, Lord. Lord, we can trust you, Lord. We don't need to trust man. We don't need to trust evil, Lord. Lord, let us not fall into temptation, Lord. We rebuke the temptation, Lord. Let us discern the temptation, Lord. Let us be aware of what you want us to be aware of, Lord. Lord, this evening I pray for the families, the moms, the dads, the husbands, the wives, the kids, the grandpas, the grandmas, Lord. Lord, I pray for unity in family, Lord. I ask that, that trust and communication be the gift in the basket that you give these families, Lord. And Lord, show us how we can be stewards in such a way that we can show how families can be one of unity, Lord. We ask that marriages be stronger and more united, Lord. We pray that the children are more obedient and follow the golden rule, Lord. We pray that they do what they must do instead of what they want to do, Lord. And that they mature in your walk, Lord, in the walk that you've given them, Lord. Lord, we ask that the families in our community be even greater, Lord. And Lord, show the light in their heart so that they see that you are there, that you really exist, Lord. Lord, we know you exist, Lord. But Lord, there are those that have darkness shrouding their hearts, so they do not see your light, Lord. We ask, Lord, that it is much greater, a much greater gift, Lord. Lord, we thank you for what you're giving us, Lord. We thank you for the power that you're observing for us, Lord. Lord, I have my hand up to the heavens. And Lord, we petition to you, Lord. Everyone in this congregation and everyone watching us, Lord, streaming on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, Lord, we ask that they see you, Lord. That, Lord, that tonight, that our words are your words. Lord, let us be guided by you, Lord. Let us be encouraged by you, Lord. Lord, let the church be of equal value as government, Lord. Lord, let government not control church. Let government not say that church is in the way, Lord. Lord, let the church not be in the way. Let the church be the way. Lord, we ask you. Lord, let the government be accountable to the understanding of the needs of the church because, Lord, that is what holds our community together, Lord. Because, Lord, you designed the community, Lord. You created the community, Lord. You even put in government. We know that, Lord, in Romans chapter 13, verse 1 through 3, Lord. Lord, the church came before the government, Lord. Then you put in the government, Lord. Lord, let the communities know, let the government leaders know that the church is first, Lord, and then government is next, Lord. 
Lord, Lord, we pray for that, Lord. Again, Lord, let, let the church not be in the way. Let it be the way, Lord. I pray for that, Lord. I pray for that, Lord. So, Lord, let the, let the Resurrection Center and all the brother and sister churches of the Resurrection Center and of MLD around the world be in unity, Lord. Let us work together in unity, Lord, guided by you, Lord, so that, that we can help the community of people. Lord, we know we're in difficult times, Lord. We know that we're in difficult times, Lord, but, Lord, we're in difficult times because we allowed it to happen and we repent of our sins, Lord. Because, Lord, even in prison, we are free because you make us free, Lord. Lord, we ask for that freedom, Lord. We ask for that freedom from the bondage of division, of confusion, Lord. We cancel that which is destroying us, Lord. Lord, I pray that as we continue to study the Bible, as we continue to learn from the Bible, which is your word, Lord, your voice, Lord, on paper, Lord, let it be instilled in our heart. But, Lord, not only let it be in our heart, let it be grown and put out to the communities, Lord. Lord, remind the church what our role is and what our level is and what our expectations are. Lord, let there not be false teachers. And, Lord, if there are false teachers, expose them, remove them. Do not allow them. Take them off the altar, Lord. Lord, I pray for wisdom. I pray for strategy, not just for myself, Lord, but for this congregation and of our leadership team. And not for this building, not for this church, Lord, but for the church body, Lord. Lord, let us be connected with Israel tonight, Lord. As now we know that we're no longer in the way, Lord. We stand before you knowing we are no longer in the way, that we are the way, and that we are the way to connect to you, Lord. And we will utilize the apple of your eye, Jerusalem, Israel, Lord, so that we can expand your kingdom throughout the Middle East, throughout Europe, the Commonwealth of Independent States, Latin America, Asia, Lord. Lord, let us spread your word and protect your kingdom, Lord. Lord, for those that are lost, even in our community local here, Lord, help us reach out to them. Lord, I stand before you and I ask, how do I do that, Lord? What am I supposed to do? What have I missed, Lord? And Lord, what have we done in our congregation that we have missed, Lord? What can we do more of, Lord? Lord, I pray. I pray, Lord, that, that we are strengthened by you, Lord, tonight. Lord, I, I, I pray that what we've done tonight, that we are even stronger, Lord, and that we are ready, Lord. Lord, let this be the first day let this be the first day. We're not waiting till tomorrow. We're going to start today, Lord. What are we supposed to do now, Lord? Lord, we're ready. We're ready. We're ready to speak. We're ready to read Bible. We're ready to pray to you tonight, Lord. When, when we go home, Lord, we will be in our war room, Lord, and we will speak to you, Lord, as we pray to you, Lord. Lord, we, pray, we will speak to you, Lord, because, Lord, we know 
that our lips are to your ears and you listen to us, Lord. But Lord, I pray that our busyness of the day slows us down so that we have the time to listen to you, Lord. That, Lord, that it's, it's not just us speaking, Lord, that we need to listen to you, Lord. Lord, I pray, I pray that you give us the gift of listening to Lord. That we have the gift of listening to your voice. That we listen to the whispers that you put in our heart, Lord. Lord, I pray that that little fire, that little fire, that little candle that's in our heart, Lord, that we just, just blow. And the flame goes up, Lord. And Lord, we feel that Holy Spirit just growing. So again, the fire is growing, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It is growing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm going to ask the intercession team to step up here in the altar with me. Thank you. For those who are watching, continue to send your prayer requests through our comments section on our YouTube and face, actually our Facebook Live. We're actually streaming on Facebook Live. Um, TRC413, amen. Continue to send them. We're seeing them, amen. We're praying for you, your family, your requests, amen. Uh, I know that those who are watching us cannot see what's taking uh, place up here in the altar. Uh, we actually laid down pieces of paper where people written down prayer requests, and I know you guys cannot see that from where you guys are at, but um, we are believing that God is faithful, that every time you come before him, Seeking him in spirit and in truth. He is faithful to answer. And I have the intercession team up here who together are going to join me. And we're going to begin to pray for every person, every family that names were written on pieces of paper and we're also going to be praying for those who are sending prayer requests in the comment section of our TRC 413 Facebook live page amen so those who are here if you could rise up and stand on your feet if you're physically able and extend your hands to the altar amen extend them amen and we're going to begin to pray and intercede. Every life matters, period. Period. Every life matters. Every life. And we're praying right now that God will make a way where there's no way, that God will work with every individual the way that he chooses to, that, that we don't become a hindrance, but that we push that prayer 
for a breakthrough. That we're on God's side, not on the opposite side. Are you hearing me? So however God leads you through the Holy Spirit to pray for each family, for every member that you will be led. Father, right now I see, Father, dear God, in the Spirit that there are many addicts addicted to heroin to cigarettes, to alcohol, to pornography. Right now, Lord, release them from those bondages, from those chains. Set them free, God. Set them free in the name of Jesus. There is nothing impossible for you, God. There is nothing impossible for you, God. Every family, every person, every child that is dealing with something that's crippling them, that's making them, Father, dear God, fade into the darkness right now. Let your light shine upon each and every one of them. God, work with them in a unique way, Lord. In the, way, in, the, in the way that you know how. In the best way you know how. In the best way that is possible. But that no life be left behind. That no life be left behind. That no life be left behind. Right now, God, interrupt, 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 interrupt their plans. Interrupt them, interrupt them, interrupt them, interrupt them, interrupt them, interrupt them, Lord. Bring a conviction where they can consider their ways and say, I need to turn my life back to God. I need to turn my life around. I need God in my life. I need him back. Create a desire. Create a desire. Create a desire, Lord. Santo tu eres. Santo tu eres. Santo tu eres. Te alabamos, te alabamos, te alabamos, te alabamos, te alabamos. Santo tú eres, santo tú eres, Señor. 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 Santo tú eres. Father, we pray for every patient that has been diagnosed with the coronavirus. Lord, we are dealing with this virus that has claimed the lives of many around the world. Lord, we have no idea where it came from. We're not going to sit here and speculate, but we know that your blood that was shed in Calvary can heal anyone, even resurrect the dead. So right now I pray, Lord, that anyone who's sitting in a ventilator, we speak life. Resurrect them from there, Lord. 
Give them an opportunity. Give them a chance. Give them a divine encounter with life and death, Lord. That will forever change. That forever change their minds, Lord. And they will turn from their ways and come to you, Lord. Father, I also want to include believers who are diagnosed with the coronavirus. It's not that they were sinning some way, somehow they got it, Lord. I pray for their healing as well, Lord. And I also, Father, dear God, pray for their families and their loved ones who are suffering, who are scared for the lives of their loved ones. Father, give them peace, the comfort that only you can give. Oh, my God. I'm sorry for interrupting, but there, it, it, I don't know who's seen this, but if you look outside this window, there's an angel standing there. This is amazing. This is supernatural. My, I literally see an angel in front of our property here. Oh, I'm talking about 12 feet. Wow. I, I was I was praying and, and, and something was ca taking my attention. Something was capturing my attention. I'm like, what is that? What is that? I see light, even though it's dark outside. I see light, and there's an angel right now camping in this territory here. God, thank you because you're faithful. You watch us. You watch out for us, Father, dear God. You, you, you are something else, God. You are something else. You always seem to amaze us. But, Father, that angel is there for a purpose and a reason. Father, and I thank you that you have stopped every stronghold, every principality, demonic force, every fallen angel to come and interrupt us here tonight. Father, I thank you because you arrested the strong man and you are able to give us the opportunity to be here gathered without no interruption and no one hindering this prayer night. I wish you were here, church. I wish you were here. Those who are viewing us, I wish you were here. But God is everywhere. Begin to pray for these individuals. Pray, my love. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Minister Dave. Pray for these. Wayne, Minister Wayne, pray for these over here. Erica, pray on this side, please. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible says where there's two or more gather in his name. I believe there's two. There's more than two in this place. There's more than two in this place, I said. Pray. Pray for these families like if they were your family. 
that wherever they might find themselves, whatever their state of mind is, whatever their status is, whatever it's going on in their life, pray right now that God's will will be done in their life. If you never pray that prayer, that's the most powerful, effective prayer. Let God's will be done in their lives. Say it with me, church. Your will be done. Your will be done in their lives, Lord. Every name, every household, every family, every individual, every community, every city, let your will be done. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Those who are sending their prayer requests right now on Facebook, Lord, we pray in agreement to your will that your will will be done in their lives, Lord. I align myself in the prophetic word that you gave each and every each and every one of them, Lord. That it'll be aligned to your will. That some way, somehow, in a unique, mysterious way, you will touch every life of every person that is watching us tonight and that has sent a prayer request. And if they haven't sent a prayer request, whatever their desire is, that it be aligned with your will, Lord. Santo tu eres. Santo tu eres. I wasn't brought up in a Christian home. I was brought up in a dysfunctional home. Our home was plagued by drugs, alcohol, physical, and verbal abuse. And I have no idea how God reached me and brought me to him. If I sit here and tell you, I'll be lying to you because it wasn't not just one visitation. It was many visitations. And in the midst of my ignorance, in the midst of my rebelliousness, God found me. Now, if God did it for me, who am I to say? that he can't do it for someone else. That is a lie of the devil. So if you're watching us and you say, Pastor, uh, I'm too embedded into sin. I, I don't feel worthy. The devil is a liar. 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 The devil is a liar because God is faithful to reach you and all powerful 
to get you in the midst of your situation. I don't care what you've done. That's none of my business. But I do care about your soul. And your soul is more important to me than anything else. Because your soul will be defined and determined by the way you live life. And once your soul goes into the eternal, there's no turning back. So if you're hearing this message, God is giving you an opportunity to repent. Because if there's something that you can control, is your destiny. Your destiny. And I speak to your destiny. If God has called you to be an apostle, rise up. If God has called you to be a pastor, rise up. If God has called you to be a prophet, rise up. If God has called you to be a teacher, rise up. If God has called you to be an evangelist, rise up. Rise up and worship him. If someone has offended you or hurt you, in behalf of the church, I ask you for forgiveness. We're not perfect, but we're not going to justify that either. Because some things are common sense and some things are just plain old ignorance. But if we have hurt you out of ignorance, we're sorry. Forgive us. Forgive us. If we have hurt you intentionally, may God deal with us, but we ask you for forgiveness. May God remind us of something that we did that some way, somehow it affected you. Please don't hold it against us. Pray for us as well. And if we ever meet somewhere, someplace, let us reconcile for the sake of your soul and the sake of my soul. God is good. Can we pray for our children who are going to be remote learning and going back to school in two weeks? Let us pray for them. Father, I pray that you will rise up godly men and women in our schools today and also in colleges with a lot of Scientology and other strange religions are bombarding the college students. We pray that you will rise up chaplains, men and women who will bring or cause the fire to come down and an altar will be built for you in these college camps where Christians and believers don't have to find themselves isolated But they will find a place to pray together and study the word and be slain in the spirit. Father, I pray that you will give them the courage. Stir them up. Don't allow them to sleep. Don't allow them to sleep. Interrupt them. 
place a deep desire inside of them to run with the vision that you have given them so they can build altars in UMass, so they can build altars in Westfield College, so they can build altars, Father dear God, in Elms College, so they can build altars, Father dear God, in STC College, and also, Father dear God, AIC God, all of these colleges, all of these universities, all of these community colleges, Lord. Here in Western Mass, Lord. Father, I also pray, God, for our new elective officials. I pray for Adam Gomez, Lord. As he was elected yesterday, Lord. Give him wisdom. Give him knowledge. Give him favor. But give him conviction. Orlando Ramos, I don't know you personally. I don't know none of these people personally. But I care about Western Mass. I care about Springfield, Massachusetts. I'm the spiritual mayor of this city. Criticize my city all you want, but my city belongs to God. Talk about my city all you want, and right now I shut your mouth because this city belongs to God. All 17 neighborhoods belong to God. We are located here in Indian Orchard if you have a problem with us. We will show you the power of the Holy Spirit. We pray for our mayor. That God will give them wisdom, knowledge, understanding. That God will bring them to repentance as well. But I'm going to tell you something right now. Every corrupted official here in Western Mass, especially here in the city of Springfield, if you don't repent, God's going to expose you. And you could take that one to the bank. Because God is faithful. Don't rob our city. Don't rob our children of opportunities to favor others. No, no, no. Our children will have the best education in the state. Springfield is going on the map. 413 is going on the map. We're going on the map. We're not no longer the forgotten city. We are the city. Because there's men and women here that have not bowed down to Baal. There are men and women here who are still professing Christ, the true Christ. I know we're not a flashy church. We don't need t-shirts to impress you. We're more than a t-shirt. We are the church. We don't need name recognition. We don't need nobody to validate for us. God, the line of Judah, validates for us. He speaks before us. You want to know how I know that? Mess around and you're going to find out who's behind us. Mess around and you're going to find out. Keep lying about the Resurrection Center. Keep talking about the Resurrection Center because God's going to shut your mouth. You know why? Because at the end of the day, we're a praying church. We love God. We, we haven't gotten it all right, and we're not justified. We have repented, but at the end of the day, we're the house of God. 
And everybody that has walked in this church knows that. I'm tired. I'm tired. I am tired. We bind the spirit of spiritual witchcraft. We bind it in Jesus' name. You know why I can do that? Because I'm a man in authority under authority. I'm married to one wife. I have one daughter. And I try to have the best reputation in this city. What you see is what you get. I'm not perfect. I'm not justifying myself. But I'm not out there in the streets. I'm not taking the church's money. I have my treasures right here. And they'll back that up. That's why we have this statement, what you see is what you get. We don't have the glitz. We don't have the glamour. We don't have public validation, and we don't need none of that. We don't need T-shirts. We don't need to walk around the city and make the city feel better because you don't cast out demons by making them feel better. You cast them out in the name of Jesus. Wow. You don't counsel a demon. You don't medicate a demon, you cast it out. The churches today walking around making everybody feel important. Talking about that everybody's essential. You know who's essential? The church is essential. A healthy church is essential because if it wasn't for the corner church that is bowing down to God, seeking God, this city would have been destroyed. And I thank God that no movement has walked in the city and torn down our city. Our, our, our lights are still on. Our buildings are intact. No, no. To come to this city, you got to ask permission to the line of Judah. Because the city of Springfield, Massachusetts, the 413, belongs to God. And I will say that, and I will say that to the day that I die. And I hope that everyone who's listening to this doesn't take it personal. Make it personal. And if you have a problem with that, come see me. I'm not hard to find. 1060 Worcester Street, Indian Orchard. We're getting tired of the church being pushed around. Just because one church is messing up doesn't mean they're all messing up. Just because one church ain't doing things right doesn't mean that all of us ain't doing things right. Yes, we are. There's still faithful churches. There's still faithful churches. There's still faithful ministers. You want to know what we're doing for our city? We're praying for our city. You know what else we're doing? We got a food pantry. You hungry? Give us a call. We fix you up. We'll hook you up. We got a whole room full of food to give to those in need, not freeloaders. So get that right. Get that in your spirit. We don't want no freeloaders knocking at that door. We want people that are hungry and desperate. We're here. And if we need to get more food, we'll get more food for you. We'll get whatever resources we can provide. We can't provide them all, but we'll give what we got. But you know what? One thing I guarantee you we can give you is prayer intercession, fasting. You know what else we can give you? Real love. What's that real love? The real love that confronts you in your face and tells you you needed to get it together, baby. Are, are, are you hearing me, church? 
For those that say, Pastor, yeah, I hear you, you but, but you know, I, I, if I call the number of the church, everybody's going to know. No, you can email me at my personal email. Amen? It's josema7 at yahoo.com. Put it on the screen. josema7 at yahoo.com. And, and you could email me if you got a problem, if you need some clarity, whatever it might be. Email me. I'm here. I'm not, I'm not hard to find. I, I, I'm not looking for recognition. What I'm looking is for true relationship. And how do you get a true relationship? By communication. So whatever people have said about us or whatever has blurred your vision that you might not think that we're the real deal, give us an opportunity and talk to us. Give us a place. We'll meet you there. But we're going to clear that in the airway. At the end of the day, we are a church of God. And the day that I forget that and I start to do whatever I want, trust and believe God will remove me from this altar and will publicly ashamed me if I don't repent for my sins. That's why I have repented, I have turned away, and I have asked God to lead me in every way possible. And I've been doing that for the last couple of years. It didn't just happen overnight. Are you hearing what I'm saying, church? So those that are watching... Come and find out what we're about before you judge us. Or that other church that you're judging and criticizing. You don't know those pastors. You don't know what that church is doing. It's easier to criticize something that you don't understand. But one day you're going to be doing it and you're going to have a hard time explaining why you're doing it. So be careful. Be careful. Be careful who you cast stones. I don't know why the Spirit is leading me this way. I don't know. I don't know why. I feel like an ambassador to the churches of Springfield today. I literally do. Springfield's ordained. Minister Dave, you said it. Yes. And I apologize for the interruption, but there's a reason. I mentioned before that uh, we have a connection with Israel. Israel. Uh, we're working with Harvard University, and through Harvard University, we work with a professor um, in Israel. I'm going to give you a little history. Uh, Pastor, what's the second language of God? Numbers. Would you like to know some numbers? Here's some numbers. Um, a clergyman, a man of God, gave a lot of money and a lot of books to Harvard University, and that was in 1636. The man's name was John Harvard. Harvard University is Harvard University. No more can be said. It's because it was ordained. That was done in the year 1636. Pastor, Springfield Mass was established in 1636. That's how you know Springfield Mass is 1636. So that's the answer to your question, Lord. And um, in the Galaxy Class organization uh, that we run, next year um, will be... Um, putting Springfield on the map in terms of a recognition that it was by the hand of God. And that's one of the things that we're working with in Boston. And that's a secret. That's just between you and me. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Ambassador. Amen. As we get ready to close tonight, you see these beautiful four ladies wave. They're intercessors. 
here at the Resurrection Center. And tonight, I'm going to give the opportunity to Christina to close us out tonight in prayer. I told them a few hours ago before going live and before getting on the altar that I was going to be led by the Spirit. I said it. And here I am speaking things that were birthed in my spirit the moment I got up here. Many people might take it offensive, but truth, let it be told that at the end of the day, we're all going to get offended over anything. I'm good with what I said. I'm good with where I stand. Because the church of God will be recognized worldwide. I'm tired of ministers hiding behind the bail. If you don't want no controversy in your life, ministry's not for you. It's not for you. Because the moment you say anything about the cross, you're going to be condemned in more ways than one. So as a church, we play a role because God doesn't see a city with churches. God sees a church around a city, meaning that the church is first, and the church gives account for the community. So my beautiful spiritual daughter, all my, all my spiritual daughters are beautiful and my spiritual sons as well. And, and, and if you don't feel beautiful, see me at the door. And I'll give you two kisses in your cheek. I'll make sure that they sloppy enough that you recall that I love you. Amen. So tonight, I'm going to let the Spirit lead her as we close out. Amen. So take your time. Be led by the Spirit. Time is not a factor or an issue here. And God is going to use you for his glory. God bless you guys. Father God, I just thank you, Lord, for allowing us to come here united, praying for America, praying for people, praying for the churches, Father God. Just uniting us all, Lord, coming together as one, thanking you. Allowing us, Lord Jesus, to just be the church that you have called. The true church that you have called to come in spirit and in truth, Father God. We just thank you because we come speaking your truth. Regardless if it is wanted or, or, or people like it. But it is what we have to preach. And it is what we have to say, Father God. Because we're not called here to lie and manipulate we are not called here, Father God, to tell people what they want to hear. But we are here, Father God, to tell people what needs to be heard, Father God. And we are not ashamed. Father God, we are not ashamed to speak what you have given us. We are not ashamed. And we will speak your word, your truth regardless of who wants to hear it yes. I am not ashamed yes, Lord. God and I just thank you and I ask you Father to show those who are lost 
who have turned their backs, who don't seek you in spirit and truth. Father God, I just ask that they come running back to you. Seeking you, Father God, in spirit and truth. Finding the truth in all the chaos. Finding the truth in all the pretty words. Because that's what it is, it's just pretty words. Father God, I ask that you just allow us, when we open our mouths, to speak nothing but your truth. And we just ask, I ask you, Father God, that if I ever say something that is not in your will, Father God, you shut my mouth. I just thank you, God. We are not perfect. We have many flaws. But we serve a God that is perfect and is flawless. And he knows everything. And although we hide and we try to show the world that we are someone else, God knows our hearts. He knows our intentions. And he knows that we are going to preach and talk and pray and, and, and fast just to show the world that we are not like any other church. That's right. That's we right. are God's church. That's right. That's right. We put him first. We praise him. We worship him. We pray to him. And no one's going to stop that. God, I just thank you, Father God. I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for being here. I thank you for being able to pray for those in need, Father God. I thank you for giving me my spiritual parents, my pastors. And I just thank you because they are real. They're real and they are who you called. And I am so thankful to be able to stand next to them. God, I thank you. Let us give God a round of applause. Come out a little louder than that. For our audience who has been watching us, we love you. We bless you. If you don't have a house to worship, come to the Resurrection Center. We are located on 1060 Worcester Street, Indian Orchard, in the beautiful city of Springfield, Massachusetts. Never forget that. Springfield. It is a spring and it is a field. I tell you that much. For more information about our ministry, log on to WW Resurrection Springfield. There goes that word again. Springfield is being resurrected. That's the name of our website. Resurrection Springfield. Not resurrection any other city because God didn't call us to any other city. Stick to your assignment. That's our problem sometimes. We get caught up in battles in territories that don't pertain to us. 
So we invite you, follow us on all social media platforms at TRC413. And we'll see you this Sunday as we continue the series, Failure to Repent Will Lead to Destruction. I am your pastor, Pastor Jose Martinez, alongside with my beautiful wife, the prophetess of this ministry, prophetess Melly Martinez. We love you. God bless y'all. And we'll see you again in Jesus' name. Thank you.